Alright baby, we are back, Flex Squad, off our bye week. Uh, lots of questions around music and the beat, so uh, w- what are our thoughts here? Yeah, we really let that beat rock for like a minute there. That was, that was aggressive. That is, that's, that's a big complaint I'm hearing from two of the people on this podcast. We're <laughs> the only people who I know listen to it, that it goes on too long. Well, I cut Which that one short. Of... I, cut that one, I cut that one in half. <laughs> you gotta tell us. It still, uh, it still the... felt like an eternity. I'll hit up AGP Productions. <laughs> I don't understand why we're trying to bring consistency in this podcast when literally our comments are never consistent. <laughs> so I'm not sure what we're trying to do there. The I don't one, like for this podcast. The one thing like we have doing, we're like Mike Leach. The one thing we have going for us is pure chaos. Like you, you don't know what's going to happen when you turn in. <laughs> and hopefully what we'll see in the college that, football uh, playoff committee as that's well. That's all we have. Uh, that is true. But nonetheless, we are off our bye week back for week 12, man. I can't believe we've been doing this for 12 weeks. I just, uh, a little applause there. <laughs> I mean, there's an asterisk there, right? There... <laughs> I think our our average attendance is about 3.5 in terms of, uh, you know, the four of us making it. And our average listens are like trending down to 35 or 40. But hey, we'll take it. I'm saying those 35 or 40 people, if you email me, hgopal10 at gmail, I will, I'll send you. A, a hat from the podcast. <laughs> Just email me. No, I have that. I have that as part of our, our Christmas giveaways. Um, don't worry, that, yeah, that's coming. Christmas giveaways, you get a flex squad hat, and you get added to our uh, Ballers Club. There you go. Right. Email list. Promotions. Priority. Priority I, posting of podcast. I, I might get on that. I might get on that email. That email list because I don't have any. I don't. I need even swag myself. <laughs> Honestly, I only get the lines 25 minutes before we go on the show, so I would like to be also on the email list. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, uh, I'll add you um, and so that you're on the premiere list and you'll get them the day before. But we got uh, a... <laughs> let's recap uh, how we're doing 12 weeks in. Um, we got myself at 34 and 28, Ramu 32 and 39, Hari back to 500 after a couple rough weeks, 31, 31. And Mark sitting back in first place at 33 and 27. Is Can we make it official that we're using win percentage now, Hari? Is that okay? Are we... Yeah, now it's fine. Okay. Yeah, I'm good with it now. Okay, good deal. <laughs> was Hari like vetoing? The, was he protesting the I podcast? Just, I don't like being in last place. And now Ramu is in last place, so I don't give a shit anymore. <laughs> okay. Use whatever thing you want to do. All right, fair enough. I think, I think everyone should have the same number of losses as me, and then we go off an, uh, a, a new algorithm I'm still waiting for you to figure out how many games back you are. I actually think we oh, should. I know just, how many games back I am. We should just complete the season and then have a 12-person committee select. 16 games behind. Select the finals. <laughs> I know how many games back I am. All right, fair enough, fair enough. Let's. Uh, well, luckily we have a good slate of NFL games to actually talk about instead of us rambling on about our uh, our records. So let's start it off, baby. Thanksgiving Day, we got the Deadskins traveling to Jerry World. Cowboys minus seven over under fifty one. Mark, it's been a while since you got to talk on this podcast. Yes, so why don't you give us some thoughts? So my thoughts are one. Uh, there's this crazy rumor out there that Kirk Cousins is going to become the highest paid quarterback in the league. Yeah, that's a crazy. Thing. That's a crazy thing. So we need to pump the brakes <laughs> on that hard. No better way to do that than national television laying a big egg. I think you know I'm an Eagles fan. I hate to say this. The Cowboys are like really good right now. Like I don't know if they can keep it up all the way through the playoffs, but they're really good. At home on a short week for the Redskins going to Dallas. I think I'll lay the seven points and take the Cowboys. That's what I'm talking about, baby. Um, 
I will step in next as the uh, resident Cowboys insider on uh, on this uh, on this podcast. So for one, the Redskins actually rank 30th in DVOA for run defense. And if anyone, oh, DVOA, DVOA. Yes. Uh, if anyone has been watching the Cowboys, we can run the damn football. That offensive line has been nothing short of spectacular. Um, also, interesting little nugget: the Cowboys are nine and one as a record and are eight one and one against the spread this season. Oof. So Vegas sometimes doesn't remember how to uh, scout out a team. So give me the Cowboys minus seven, baby. Ramu, how you liking them boys, baby? What are your thoughts? Yo, I, I like these guys, but uh, you guys are forgetting some history here. Do you guys remember the last time the Redskins played Thanksgiving Day? No, I don't. No. 2012 against the Cowboys, and they whooped that ass 38-31. It's a high-scoring game. Interesting. It is. Also, Cowboys are 1-3 on Thanksgiving Day. Um, In our last four, that is correct, yes. That's not that's not great, you know. I think they're they're gonna crack under this pressure here. They're they're not gonna perform well. So let me take the Washington Redskins on this line. Interesting. Oh, Redskins. Cross my fingers. Redskins plus seven. Good luck with that one, buddy. Just remember, they played on Sunday night. Yeah. Game ended at midnight, and I have to travel to Dallas. But who's counting? Hari, give us some weather insights. Give us some thoughts. Uh, here's my insight. My insight is uh, time of possession. Dallas is number two in terms of time of possession while leading, uh, which is a very good sign uh, that they are getting leads early on and just putting their foot on people's throat throughout the game. Um, I'm going to go with Mark and Samin here. Uh, give me the points. And give me the Cowboys. That's what I'm talking about. Um, I also looked. Cowboys are the favorite to win the NFC uh, in Vegas. So let's all calm down. Here. If everyone, uh, yeah, let's all, yeah, let's all roll. If everyone wants to come to uh, <laughs> Houston for the Super Bowl. You know, we're happy to host you guys here in Houston for the Super Bowl. We can all go watch the Cowboys. Uh, moving on, another good uh, another good Thanksgiving matchup. Vikings at Lions, minus two and a half, over under 43. Um, I'll kick this one off. I thought the Vikings were done for. But they somehow, with the, the good grace of God and Carson Palmer's poor quarterback play, Jeez pulled Christ. out a win, man. Unreal. Freaking pick six, which was, I actually like this terminology, it was really a pick 12. Because that was that was a goal line second and goal where you know John Brown's running an out route and just got picked off, um, and then you know the kick return by Cordell Patterson, that's all fine and dandy. That being said, I think their uh, their defense is really here to play. The Lions have just been so lucky, so so lucky. So I am actually going to take the Vikings um, plus two and a half on this game. Ramu, what are your thoughts on this one? Going back to history, history talks. Vikings <laughs> five and one all time on Thanksgiving. Uh, they haven't played on. They haven't played in a while. But uh, let's let's look at something else then. Um, they're actually they're actually live research. <laughs> they haven't played. They haven't played since two thousand. So maybe maybe the Thanksgiving uh, stats don't matter. They are actually really good against uh, their divisional games. They are six and three <laughs> against spread in division. Okay. Uh, so let's keep riding that 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 swag. Give me Minnesota. Vikings plus two and a half. I like it. Hari, what are your thoughts on this one? Uh, so I'm a little bit. I'm surprised at everything in this line. I'm surprised lines are getting two and a half. I'm surprised how low the uh, total is. Yeah, forty three uh, is if you low. Look at the last two games, uh, the Vikings have gone over that number in their last two games. Uh, Lions have gone over in their last game, so uh, give me the over uh, in this one. I, I would generally stay away from betting on this one because the Vikings are so unpredictable. But uh, give me, give me the over. I like it. 
I like it. Did you also see AP may make a return uh, this season? Interesting fact. That's nonsense. Uh, yeah, it's that's not gonna happen. If you're AP, just pack it up, dude. I know. You're just gonna end up hurting your ACL one more time. Like, what's the point? Yeah, I didn't get that story. Uh, Mark, take us home, baby. Thoughts on this one? So, uh, Lions traditional Thanksgiving Day game, uh, typically hosting. All time have played 69 games on Thanksgiving and are sub 500 in those games, Ooh. majority of which are played at home. So that doesn't bode well. Uh, but then on the other side of this matchup, you got uh, you got Sam Bradford. Yeah, on you know a lot about that guy on national television. <laughs> I know a lot about that guy. If, like he's good in those like one o'clock games that like are only on in like far corners of the market. You know he's not good when the world's watching. Um, I think he's gonna throw at least two picks. I don't think the Vikings are getting the points they need out of defense and special oh, teams. Pick call. pick call here. Oh, oh my God. I like a, it. A Sam Bradford pick call? Yeah, I'll take over that under day. one and a half interceptions. I'll take, take over. over. Yeah, so uh, give me the Lions. I'll lay the two and a half. I don't really know what's going on in this game, but. Yeah, the, you're right, Hari. Now that I look at this more, this is a weird one. Like the fact that the Lions are getting points um, and the Vikings just started off so hot and have just been so bad. Yeah, right. If you told me after week four that this game Lions would be getting points on the Vikings, I'd be saying, that's very dumb. Please let me lock in a bet for the Vikings. But yeah. I don't know. I don't know what to do with these teams. So I don't know either. The Lions have also trailed in every fourth quarter of a game this season, which is fascinating. And the fact that they are somehow leading the division. <laughs> it's because they're gritty. Um, all right. Let's go to uh, the Cardinals traveling to the Dome. Woo! Dirty birds, Falcons minus four over under fifty point five. You guys know who I got to kick this one off with. Hari, what are your thoughts, baby? Uh, so I'm gonna be live in attendance at this game. Ah, to watch it. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm very excited. Uh, but it has, I don't know, man. This has like all the measures of like a big Falcons letdown game. Um, the Falcons. So Arizona is number two against the pass. Uh, we won't have anyone to run the ball this week. I don't think Tevin Coleman is coming back again this week. Um, it's just, it, it feels like it's not a great game. It's the Thanksgiving game. So I think the dome will be sleepy and tired and no, this is on Sunday. Are you, so, are you sure uh, you're going? Hari, are you sure? Are you sure you're going to you this game? Check your ticket. It's on Sunday. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm saying that like, they will be tired from the week. Oh, they from, oh, 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 oh okay. Trip the fan. Gotcha. I'm going to be at the game on Sunday. Um, <laughs> I'll be there Sunday. Sunday is the game, of course. Everyone knows. Um, I'll give me the give me the Cardinals. Um, they are. I've read some simulation bots, and they're saying that the Falcons will win by two. So hopefully, we'll win by two, and the and the Cardinals will, will also cover. So all right, other resident Falcons homer remove. What's your thoughts, baby? Yeah. Oh man, I was gonna take Atlanta. I like that trip to fan idea. <laughs> <laughs> yep, live research. <laughs> live research. Here, Ramu, I'll give you a research point. Uh, there's no team that gives up fewer yards per play than the Arizona Cardinals. They are very, very, very good. Um, okay, that should be your reason. Let me, let, me, let me throw something back at you. Some history. All right. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Go are... Google was loading there. Now we're, we're live. <laughs> All right, cards are cards are one of the worst teams against the spread this year. They're three and seven. Um, they also haven't won in Atlanta since '92. Uh, those are not good numbers. I still think Atlanta is overinflated, so that's probably why the line is minus four and not minus two. So, all that said and done, give me the under. Wow, under. That's Ooh. uncommon for you, my friend. Yeah. The, 
They stopped their they stopped their trend. Give me let me get something new here. Give me the under. Interesting. Um, I actually like the Falcons coming off a of bye week. I think that goes underestimated. I think Julio Jones, that ankle is really starting to uh, to creep up on him. You kind of saw him drop a couple passes at the end of that last game. Um, I also think the Cardinals quarterback is not very good. I think Desmond Trufant is uh, is uh, due for a couple of INTs. So give me the over on 50 and a half. Uh, I think this game in the Dome is fast, and I like the over. Sorry, Ramu. Mark, take us home. So I actually had similar points to Samin there. Um, Falcons coming off a bye. Uh, Cardinals haven't been especially impressive, uh, especially Carson Palmer throwing the ball, uh, giving up several picks last week. Um, so I'm not taking the over. I'm going to take the Falcons and lay the points. I think uh, I think they get back on track here after getting that ass beat up in Philly a few weeks ago. Ah, that's right. Um, and I'll, that was, I'll, didn't get her ass beat. It was very. <laughs> it was a very close game. Right. I mean, yeah, Just, it was close. It, it was competitive. Banged. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Oh, idiot. That's fair. <laughs> Wait, are you guys nervous that you guys are going to lose the division? Can we talk about this? No, we're not going to lose the division. We're up by like a hundred games on the worst teams in football. No, you're up one up. game no. on the Bucks. Being up one game on the Bucks is like being up ten games on a regular team. I'm not worried at all. All right, we'll talk about that in a few weeks. Interesting. We'll check back in on that. Yeah, yeah, we'll revisit that point. I actually think the best team in our division is the Saints. Like the Saints are, are having a good trend. I think they're actually going to win the division. I don't think they're going to win the division, but I <laughs> do think. I do think that they might make the playoffs, but it's, I don't know. It's, it's definitely possible that by the end of the year, the Falcons win this division, but are the worst team in it, I think. Yeah. I think that's out there. Yeah, that's not unreasonable. Mm. All right, let's, I, yeah, let's move I on to the Eagles game. All right. <laughs> let's go. Packers at Eagles, baby. Um, I'll kick this one off. I alluded to this, I think, early on in the Flex Squad uh, uh, weeks. The Packers are not a good football team. Um, and I think people are starting to finally realize that Mike McCarthy has lost his touch as an offensive coordinator. Aaron Rodgers is still good, but that defense is absolutely decimated. Don Caper is probably going to get let go after the end of the year. Give me the Eagles at home. I I don't think the Packers are good. That's it. Simple. Easy. Uh, Ramu, what are your thoughts? Uh, echo all that. Um, just to add, Green Bay's given up uh, 38.3 points per game. On average, uh, they're 0-3 um, against the spread in November. Uh, this Packers team is, is not looking good. They're falling apart quick. Um, I'm going to be with some, some Packers fans for Thanksgiving, so it'll be a little tough. I'm not going to tell them I, I did this pick, but, yeah, let me get the Eagles. Interesting. I'm actually – to Ramu, you, you brought up a good point. Now that I'm thinking about this more, I'm actually going to take the over on 47.5. That feels low. I don't know. I think Aaron Rodgers puts up some points, and I also think Carson Wentz puts up some points. Give me the over. Uh, Hari, thoughts on this game? Uh, so you guys actually took the my parlay right out of my mouth. I'm going to take, I think it is a surprisingly uh, small number of points for the Eagles to be laying at Yeah, because this saying like really they're essentially Packers even team. on a neutral field, which makes no sense. Uh, and if you are wondering, uh, the Packers are 4-1 and one away uh, on the over. Uh, so give me the over and the Eagles in this game. Ooh, I like it. Uh, Mark. The Eagles fly, Eagle fly. What do we do in this game? So I'm tired of taking the Eagles and them losing. <laughs> tired of picking against the Eagles and them still losing. Um, so this game, I'm not. I'm not touching the line. I'm not touching the line. I'm with you guys. Um, I think the Eagles come in as the better team um, and deserve to be probably four to five point favorites. 
Uh, but something just scares me about Aaron Rodgers getting kind of backed into a corner here and having one of his... They've corners. been saying that for three weeks! I know, but he's gotten so tired. It's going to happen. I'm so tired of that storyline. Every week that he's going to come back, and he never comes back. This is where he, he does it. Week, I'm so tired of the storyline. Okay, so I'm taking over. <laughs> Give me the over. 47 and a half. We said it was going to be against the Falcons like three weeks back. I'm trying to fucking like, Troy well, Aikman on Fox Sports. It's a trap game. Yeah, and like Terry Bradshaw on like Fox Sports. Like, oh, Aaron Rodgers, this is it. This is it. Oh. I'm just, just you so, guys remember in the beginning, like I think it was like the first week, right, when I said Aaron Rodgers would have the most passing yards this season. <laughs> Don't worry, I said uh, Blake Bortles and Brock Osweiler. Let me go look up oh, no. passing yard total. Oh, no. <laughs> Don't worry, we'll do a revisit yeah, podcast. Yeah, we'll do a retro oh, podcast. Yeah, we'll definitely do our season long bets retro podcast at some point. That's that's gonna be good. Um, but with that, uh, on to our first segment, baby. Put me in. Oh, me coach. Um, Mark, kick us off. Who 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 are we putting in? Uh, so this one this one might be low hanging fruit for anyone who's out there on the blogs, but uh, I'm taking I'm taking the hometown player. I'm taking fifth round rookie draft pick out of West Virginia, Wendell Smallwood. Wendell Smallwood. Uh, pretty good chance that both Ryan Matthews and uh, Tiny Mighty Mouse Darren Spurlace are out for this game. Oh, man. Um, he got the majority of the carries in the second half last week after they went out. Um, so I think I think he's a good pickup in fantasy. Um, you know, he's been fumble prone, but he, he's got some speed on him. He's pretty explosive. So uh, I think he's got a good chance to have a good week. I like it. I like it. I like it. Um, along the, uh, the injury front, I am also going to go a similar route, not a super fancy pick, but one that I really like for daily fantasy, for all of our daily fantasy player listeners out there. Give me a sponsor, little... Sponsor, 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 <laughs> DraftKings. Yeah. The DraftKings and FanDuel merge, too, so like we can Merging, make that happen. And they can merge in this podcast. Take all the failing entities, put them together. <laughs> put them on the email list. Let's get some <laughs> Give me a little Thomas Rawls traveling to the Buccaneers, who are one game behind the Falcons. I think the Seahawks uh, help your dirty birds out and give you a little cushion in that vision. So uh, give me some Thomas Rawls love, baby. He's got but to go off. Remove. Put me in, coach. All right. I'm going to stick with this this injury alert. Uh, AJ Green and Gio Bernard are a little bit are banged up. Banged up. Gio Bernard tore his so, ACL. What? Oh, we talking Mohamed Sanu? <laughs> no. Mohamed Sanu's no, on the Falcons. We're talking Brandon Lovefell. Cincinnati <laughs> Bengals wide receiver. Yes. <laughs> I like that one. No. He hasn't been very good this year. He's not he very good. Receptions on like eight percent of his routes. This is this is in the in the spirit of Ramu's Kenny Britt pick from several weeks hey, ago. Hey, that pick has turned out. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. This is a throwback pick that might hey it might work out. <laughs> he's the only veteran wideout left in the Bengals. I think he's a worthy option uh for this week. So check him out. Run I might start phone. Kenny Britt in my fantasy league, yo. Traveling <laughs> to New Orleans. <laughs> oh man. Hari, take us home, baby. Put me in coach. Uh, so I am going to go with Eli against the Browns. Eli's thrown only 17 touchdowns this year, but has thrown nine of them in the last three weeks. Um, even though his interception rate is high, he's going against the Browns, who probably won't intercept the ball. Uh, give me Eli Manning to have a huge monster 400-yard game against the Browns. Oh, yeah, that, that's on Mark's fantasy team. I need that. I'm trying to call my way out of that loser's bracket. <laughs> Wait, all right. So Eli Manning, Matt Ryan, or Dak Prescott, who do I put in? Dak. This week? Oh, this week. In Dak, we trust. We're going we're, we're gonna to torch him at the dome. 
No, you put Dak in. I saw a crazy stat. In the last two years, only two quarterbacks have had nine straight weeks of 17 points or more. Yeah. Tom Brady and, and Dak Prescott. Prescott. Yeah. He's like he's like a sure thing when it comes to fantasy. Listen, all you know is that Matt Ryan is going to throw for 330, 330 yards. That's just points on the board. And then you can whatever touchdown. Yeah, you know what the crazy part about that is? If Dak rushes for one touchdown, that's 130 of those yards in fantasy points. So. Yeah, but not 330. That's another 200 more yards you get on the board. Go look at his averages in the last five games. Well, not many points you get for a touchdown in Phoenix of a ball. What? <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, let's move on. Let's well, move it on. depends on what your league is, you know? Yeah, Ramu doesn't know. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pour one out oh. for this wonderful college slate that we have. Um, yes. I had to put in four games. This is great. This, this is, is going to be awesome. incredible. I'm just going to sit and eat leftover turkey and watch football for fucking 14 hours on Saturday. I cannot wait. Um, so let's uh, let's go worst to first in the worst game on our list. But our uh, one that hits home for all of us, the Jackets Jack. traveling to Sampa Stadium. This does not deserve Georgia to be on this Georgia Bulldogs. Hey, listen, we're, we're pleasing <laughs> the fans, baby. Georgia minus four over under 48. Um, I will kick this one off. One, my feelings are summed up in two sentences, uh, two statements for the Yellow Jackets this season. Uh, one, I'm happy that we won more than games in last year. Two, I'm sad that Paul Johnson is going to keep his job. That being said, I actually think we pull this one out. I think cool. Justin Thomas in his last game <laughs> as a college player, I think... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay, maybe maybe I should second guess my thoughts. No, no, I go with it. Go with no, your heart. I'm going with it. Go with your heart. Um, this Georgia team has obviously not looked good. Yes, they are a good team, but I think it's a field goal game. I don't think it's a four point game. Ah. Give me the Yellow Jackets plus four. Um, Ramu, what are your thoughts? Uh, I have no thoughts. I have an I'm big NA for this game. <laughs> That's fair. I second that, yeah. <laughs> Just pass. I like it. Uh, pass. Mark, thoughts? Fill in. Um, I mean, yeah. So, like, the optimism point of view for Georgia Tech is, like, they're, they're kind of peaking at the right time, right? Mm-hmm. Like, defense is coming together. Offense has been breaking off a few big plays. Like, like if you want to make the argument that, that this is the best they've been all year, you could probably make that argument. Uh, the flip side is... They were down in the third quarter to Virginia at home on senior day. Uh, Um, The other flip side is Georgia may not put up a lot of points, but they've got a lockdown defense. They're top 10 nationally in defensive efficiency. Um, I don't see the triple option being too successful uh, in this game. The Jackets are going to pull it off. They need like they need some wackiness going on. They need a block kick. They need a they need a run back. They need a pick six, something like that. Um, So I I think the smart pick is to take Georgia and lay the points, especially it's in Athens. It's gonna be like some text gonna be like sleepy for this noon kickoff in Athens. I, it just doesn't feel right to me. Give me Georgia. Yeah, trip to fan. Trip to fan. That's right. <laughs> a, a trip to fan theory. Hari, uh, Jackets insider, <laughs> make me feel worse about uh, my pick. So um, I, I will tell you this, uh, Samin, that uh, Mark Bradley, our local AJC writer, wrote that he believes that Georgia Tech is going to beat Georgia this weekend. Uh, clickbait. Clickbait. Fake news. Uh, as a note, he also predicted after the Braves were up 2 nothing on the Yankees that we were definitely going to win the World Series and please send the trophy home to Atlanta. Interesting. Uh, so with that fact, this line was actually at seven points for Georgia uh, in some boards that I saw early, early, yeah. early at the, uh, Sunday. I saw that and as it's well. actually moved heavily in Tech's favor 
Uh, so I think this is easy, easy, easy money if you have ever watched Georgia, Georgia Tech play. Uh, give me Georgia and give me the points. But we'll be cheering on my jackets. Go Jackets. Yes, go Jackets. Yay. I already, I, I already regret my pick. Sting it hasn't even kicked off yet. Buzz. All right. Going to the Iron Bowl. Auburn traveling to Alabama. Minus 17 and a half over under 47. Um, SEC Insider, Hari Gopal, making your money. What are your thoughts in this game? So every week I try and pick against Alabama. It doesn't no, work. Don't do um, it. They are very good. Um, they are no joke. So give me uh, Alabama and uh, give me the points too. I think that they'll they'll rock uh, Auburn this weekend. That's fair. Um, I also agree with everything you said. Just 17 and a half feels like oh, a lot. So I know, points. so many points. But what I will take is I will take the under on 47. Um, Auburn could only put up seven points against Georgia. Alabama's defense is better than Georgia. I could see this being, you know, 24, 7, 31, 10, something like that. Give me, give me the under on 47 points. So I want to tell you something about this spread also. There's only one team they haven't beaten by 17 point, 17 and a half points or more, and that was Ole Miss. Every other team, and LSU, were the only two teams. It's a rivalry game. So you know what happens only, in rivalry games. Only only on away <laughs> games does it work. If they're at home, they're going to they're gonna cross off. That's fair. Ramu, thoughts? I, I think, isn't Jalen Hurts' arm not in great shape? Isn't he kind of injured? I don't know. Yeah, he had a rough week versus Chattanooga last week. It was yeah, very yeah, they, they roughed him up pretty good. So, um, decent run defense from the Tigers. They're gonna have to rely on the on the the, the Clemson. Oh. Uh, sorry, Alabama's have to. I don't even know who the. I don't even know who the fuck I'm talking about anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Alabama's gonna have to rely on on their their QB. Um, so let me let me take Auburn on the spread here. I like it. <laughs> Auburn plus seventeen and a half. All right, all right, Mark. All right, take uh, us home. I usually hate. I usually think this is a stupid argument, but we're gonna we're gonna rapid fire this one. So let's flip this one on its head. Let's take Bama getting seventeen and a half points against the Cleveland Browns this year. Who you got? Go. Oh my god! The, oh my god, Cleveland. I guess maybe you're laying seventeen. I'm and laying seventeen and a half. Okay, remove. Cleveland by seventeen. Yeah. No, I'm yeah, taking I, Bama. I'm taking I, Bama. I, I'm taking Bama. I'm taking Bama. You're asking if Cleveland would cover 17 and a half points? Yes. Yeah, easy. They have. Here's the thing about the NFL: is the worst NFL team gets to pick all of the best players from the college. But still the best great. Team. You get this. Better players. But I'm, in, I on Mel on Mel Kuyper's would be that good. On Mel Kuyper's big board, his top 100, he has 20 Alabama players in his top 100 draft picks. Which is fucking unreal. That's unreal. That is so. That is their whole team, and most of their bench on defense is like a top three round draft pick. Which. But here's here's the thing about the big board. All of the Cleveland Browns players were also on the big board, right? No, so that's how that is not them. true. No, they were not. They were not on the big board. Cody Kessler was not a top one. They they draft are pick. they're doing the 76ers thing where they just get rid of all the good players so that they can load up on draft picks. <laughs> yeah. All right. They're about they're about to get Tony Romo, I heard. Yeah. Well, well luckily they're not playing uh Cleveland, they're playing uh, Auburn. So. Okay. I'm glad that got us off the rails. Um, that being said, uh you should go to Texans. 
<laughs> everything uh, everything says you should take the points in Auburn here. It's a rivalry game. They have a good defense, blah, blah, blah. But Nick Saban is just like a mad genius. Like, I don't think anybody's stopping him this year. I'll lay the 17 and a half on the road. I'm going to regret it, but. Nah, no, they're at home. They're at home. Oh, you're right. Sorry about that. Sorry about that. There you go. Oh, yeah. Fact check. That's only fact, fact check. And we do. Yeah. All right. Out to the West, the Pac-12. Oh, the Apple I Cup, baby. And I believe <laughs> we are talking about this game. But lo and behold, it is relevant. Washington traveling to Washington State, home of Mike Leach, the dream NF uh, college football coach for this podcast for the Yellow Jackets. Um, I will kick this one off. I've been, uh, we've called, this is now our fifth Washington game. I've been three and one. <laughs> When I've called the over, uh, it's simple for me. This game has to go over 64 points. There's no way it doesn't. Fucking Mike Leach, give me the over on 64. Uh, Ramu, thoughts on this game? Uh, the defense travels. Oh, my God. Just yep, say NA. Yep, yep, just yep. say NA. Just, just save your record. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. I'm going to take, I'm going to take it. Yeah, the defense travels. They got a good secondary. Uh, yeah, let me give me give me Washington. Washington. Uh, okay, okay. Um, Mark, thoughts on this game? So uh, I I was geared up to take the Huskies, um, but I wanted to I wanted to have something to talk about on the podcast. So I googled, put in the Google machine. Beep boop beep boop beep boop. Mike Leach quotes. Yeah. I came across an article from the Seattle Pie. I don't know what that means. Um, it's a pi. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> this is this is top top fifty Mike Leach quotes all time, um, and I'll I'll shorten it here. But the first one that comes up, um, he ends with, "My wife bought me a Viking axe. Um, I do have a Viking axe by the side of the bed when I need to whack someone. The, the axe side curls down so you can grab the adversary around the neck, <laughs> and you can use it to climb walls as a grappling hook. This is." The greatest man in the history of college football. Yes. He finally has the team he needs to express his art form fully. Um, he's going to go on the road. Or no, he's at home actually, right? He's at home at Washington State. I'm all confused. Plus six. I'm sorry. They're getting points. I'm going to take the six. Give me Mike Leach. This is going to be weird. All right, all right, all right. WSU plus six. Wait, I want to hear more quotes. Oh, you want to hear more? Okay. Uh, I'll try to find a short one. They're all right, go long. ahead. Oh, uh, Hari, yeah, wrap us up, buddy. Pac-12 insider. Uh, so here's the thing. Um, Washington has just lost two of its uh, big defenders uh, in linebacker, um, but they are still having a killer defensive season uh, at Washington. Washington State is leading the Pac-12 with the fewest yards against the run. Um, so actually give me the under in this game. I think it's going to be actually a low-scoring game uh, in what I think is going to be a not-great-weather environment. It's going to be sleet and rain on on Saturday, uh, low of 32 and a high of 40. It's going to be garbage weather. They're going to run the ball. It's it, they're not going to make though. Wow, that's a good that's that's actually a good point. Under on 64. Well done. All right, all right. Quick retro. Um, he <laughs> Mike Leach said this about his first win um, as the head coach at Texas Tech. It's kind of like doing surgery with a chainsaw instead of a scalpel. We had pieces and parts flying everywhere. It turned in our favor. We've got to go clean it up next time around. <laughs> what? This guy really likes his heavy machinery and killing equipment, I guess. Fucking chainsaws, scalpels, and um, and axes. Interesting. Because the fo football version of Dexter. 
Oh, yep, something like that. Let's go to the game of the week, baby. Michigan Wolverines traveling to the Buckeyes of Ohio State. Minus six and a half over under 45.5. Mark, kick us off, man. Number two versus number three. What we got? Yeah, so, uh, I mean, a couple weeks ago, if you looked at this and you saw Michigan getting six and a half points, you'd cash in on that, I think. Yeah, I agree. Um, so, obviously, the big thing that's changed since then was the loss at Iowa and uh, the loss of their quarterback, Wilton Spate. However, I think uh, I think crazy John Harbaugh might be playing this one too close to the chest as uh, word on the street, as reported by the Detroit Free Press, is that Wilton Spate took half of the snaps with the first Ooh. team today in practice. Um, so, good chance you see some movement on this line. Um, I'm still getting six and a half points here, so I'm going I'm to lock it in. Give me the Wolverines and the points. Um, hey, winner goes to the playoff, so... Uh, not necessarily. Ohio State has no. a crazy rap. No, Ohio State's getting in. Oh, I will take that bet. Oh. If they win, oh. no, okay, I'll take that right now. If Ohio State wins, they get in. I I, I don't think so. Okay, I don't I think do. so. Yeah, uh, that play out. I will say that I'll, I'll intel right now. So if Michigan wins, uh, they go to the Big Ten Championship. They face Wisconsin. Um, probably winner of that goes to the playoff. If Ohio State wins and Penn State wins. Penn State actually goes to the Big Ten Championship and has a head-to-head win over Ohio State. So it becomes Penn State versus Wisconsin in the Big Ten Championship. And the thought there is the winner of that game goes to uh, the playoff. No. Even then, I would say no. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Uh, Ohio State gets in. All right. I don't know where Harry's going with this one. But uh, back to this game. Um, this game feels a lot like that Michigan State Ohio State game uh, last year, where Michigan State went to uh, Buckeye Stadium with the backup quarterback and and somehow kicked a field goal to win it. Neither of these offenses have looked very good over the last couple of weeks. Forty five point five. If I, there's one thing I've learned in the big about Big Ten football this season uh, by doing this podcast, it is fucking boring. I don't think there's a lot of points in this game. This feels like 21-17 or, you know, 14-10. Give me the under on 45 and a half. Uh, Hari, Big Ten, where you lose all your money. What are your thoughts? <laughs> this is where I lose my money. Uh, so I, I did a lot of research on this Michigan game. And the biggest side, I was interested to see what's happened in Michigan. These last two games haven't been great. Uh, you might blame it on snow. You might blame it on, you know, weird away weather, whatever it may be. Um, but the biggest thing that they've done is they've gone from averaging about like five and a half yards a carry to somewhere around three or four yards a carry. Uh, and the biggest difference has been, and I, I honestly don't think it's a quarterback change because it even happened before Spite was out, uh, is because they have not really diversified their run game. Uh, and I think they are getting away from their bread and butter, which is uh, have a bunch of crazy runners run, have them do well. Um, so give me actually Ohio State here. Uh, and I think you are going to see, and you hear, heard it here first, I think Oklahoma is going to sneak into the college football playoff mm-hmm. uh, wow. from that nine spot. I think there's going to be a lot of chaos at the top of the Big Ten with a lot of people who beat each other. Uh, and I think they might get left out in the cold here. Uh, I think it's going to go Alabama, Clemson, uh, Washington, and then Oklahoma. Yeah, the, the only four. stupid part about that theory is Ohio State beat Oklahoma. Also, Oklahoma, oh, no. Oklahoma's but, got to get through Bedlam, you know, baby. Go Pokes. Yeah, oh, that's right. The Pokes. All I'm saying is you know early season losses don't matter. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I just want chaos, which is what I'm hoping for. So uh, our insider, Mr. Wolverine, Mr. Business Beyond User, Mr. Usual, Mr. Uh, NBA Insider. What are your thoughts and feelings on this game, my man? Okay. I was just scrolling through my Facebook feed, and somebody posted this, this Ohio State hype video, 
and I started to get real hype. <laughs> that team looked good and scary. And so I was getting hyped up. And what, I, what I'm going to attribute this to, 2, two verse 3, this is like Batman versus Superman. All right? Yeah, we had that and movie I think this year. It's like the Superman. You guys think they're going to win, right? But Batman, you know, he's got that utility belt and he's got that kryptonite in there. You know that our boy Harbaugh's got some tricks up his sleeve. Spates is going to play. Mm-hmm. He's got a creative offensive playbook. It'll be fun to watch. Uh, their defense can pretty much hold up to any team. But I still don't want to bet. Man, no movies on Wolverines? Wow. Wow. So I'm going to take the under with you, Samin, uh, and just hope for this to be a low-scoring game and that we pull out a, a good yeah. win here. So I like that's it. it. I like it. I like it. Oh, man, that is a slate. Um, so let's go on to uh, – to our next segment, which is that is gonna get you benched. Um, I teased this earlier. Uh, Carson Palmer has just fallen off of a cliff, man. You do not throw an interception that costs your team 12 points, and it was definitely 12 because everyone was missing extra points, so you know it's not called a pick 14 or anything. But Carson Palmer, my friend, my man. You uh you were you did me well in fantasy last year, but luckily Alan Edwards was a dumbass and picked you up this year, and you have not been so good. Carson Palmer, that is gonna get you bubba benched. Ramu, <laughs> who is riding the pine for you this week? I wish I could put the NFL in, but the, the no fun league has taken hold again. Uh, <laughs> our our boy Alan Branch from the Patriots. Yeah, Actually, our boy. He just got suspended for substance abuse. Interesting. Uh, four games for marijuana, tested, uh, failed the test. Um, as, a, as a little history lesson, he actually also was suspended in August for uh, reasons that were never actually told. Um, this guy has some issues, but come on, man. You know the rules. You can't be smoking the joints. That's going to get you benched, son. That's going to get you benched, Alan Branch. Um, Hari. Who's going to get you benched? Uh, who is going to get me benched is Joel Embiid. Oh, no! Oh, no! No, the process! <laughs> so, one, he is having an incredible season. Well, I have no problems with what he's doing. Uh, except for the one thing. He was spotted at a club <laughs> in Philadelphia <laughs> called Recess wearing his own jersey to the club. <laughs> he changed out of his jersey after the game. Put on his own Joel Embiid jersey and went out of the club. Y'all, he's new to America. He doesn't know. Nobody knows who Joel Embiid is in Philadelphia because they don't care about basketball. Uh, so, partially the city of Philadelphia, partially Joel Embiid. Uh, that kind of dumb, stupid, idiot stuff. That'll get you benched. That's pretty good. I, I still think Joel Embiid is the greatest NBA social media presence of all time based on when he tried to slide into Kim Kardashian's DM on draft yeah. night. <laughs> oh, that was so good. <laughs> I love that. Um, okay, so speaking of the NBA, uh, we're gonna we're gonna switch gears here. We're gonna talk about um, who some may consider the spiritual founder of the, of the Flex Squad. Oh my God, that's and, true. And that's that's, true. Uh, that's that's the Atlanta Hawks' own Dennis Schroeder. Um, he's been making moves this year. He's been having a good year. Um, so I'm, I'm gonna talk about some of his off the court activities. Uh, for those of you who don't know, how are you, May? Uh, this is your neck of the woods. Um, Dennis here uh, has a lounge. Um, DS13 Lounge in Buckhead, Atlanta. Uh, so we're going to do a quick um, a quick betting round here. Which is greater? Um, his points average points per game this year or the number of health violations on their most recent inspection? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm going to say points per game. I'm going to say points per game too. 
Remote? I mean, this is obviously a health violation issue. <laughs> yes. Yes, he is averaging 14 points a game, and uh, DS17 Lounge racked up 21 violations oh on my our recent inspection. Oh, God. <laughs> compiled to a total score of 42 out of 100. So, the PSA for all of our uh, Atlanta area listeners, do not attend DS17 Lounge in the near future. Interesting. Um, they're going to they're gonna have to make some changes. Um, that being said, shouts out to uh, to Dennis for, uh, for a pretty good year on the court so far. Yeah, he's been good. That Jeff Teague trade uh, looks a lot better now. I like it. I like it. On to our last segment, Obscure Bet of the Week. Um, I will kick this one off. A little uh, college basketball is uh, upon us this now this time of year. And uh, that means yours truly, the Houston Cougars, are uh, in their first tournament of the year. Go Cougs, baby. Uh, Florida Gulf Coast Showcase. Uh, Florida Gulf Coast Showcase, excuse me. Um, they are favored to win. And uh, I think you can take advantage of of some uh, some opportunities to win some dollars. They are uh, minus thirteen going against um, South Dakota, and not South Dakota State, who actually is kind of good. Just South Dakota, um, and then you can parlay that with them to win their next game um, in the finals of the Florida Gulf Coast Showcase. I don't know what the exact odds are, but that's uh, that's my little tip. Give me the Houston Cougs to win the Gulf Coast <laughs> Showcase. Yup, 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 yup. Wait, they're gonna make the big dance? Making the big dance? I year? think they'll make the tournament, but I haven't been able to find odds on like will or will not make the tournament for college teams. Okay. So okay. Uh, I won't go that deep just yet. But maybe we'll be in Vegas in March. Ramu, obscure bet of the week, baby. What you got? Yeah, I'm I'm done with NFL football. I think these games are all been just boring as hell. So I'm going across the pond to the EPL. Oh yeah. I'm talking about Crystal Palace's manager, he is 3-1 to one to be the next manager to leave his post. Alan Pardue has been without a win the past five matches. They are at the bottom uh, of the relegation zone, not doing so well. Some people have his number as the next manager. However, owners are bullish on his presence. The, uh, there's two Americans that basically own um, like 40% stake in the in Palace. Uh, and say that they're not looking for a short-term fix, but this guy has not been good, and Crystal Palace needs a turnaround. He's the next one up, three to one. I'm taking the over. I like it. I like it. I like it. Mark, obscure bet of the week. So, uh, so shouts out real quick to uh, Jurgen Klinsmann. Speaking of soccer coach, Jurgen, former, out. former manager of the U.S. For national R. team. R.I.P. Uh, so uh, I'm gonna take a page out of Ramu's book here. Uh, we're gonna go to the financial markets for a quick. Uh, for a quick what are the odds um talking about this snapchat ipo that's going to drop first quarter 17. Um, so bloomberg is putting the valuation uh in the range of 25 to 35 billion um and we're gonna um we're gonna set our over under at the high end of that so we're gonna say over under 30 billion market cap um on the uh at closing bell um next year Jesus Christ. And you know what? It's 2016. Uh, Cubs won the World Series. Donald Trump is president. Weird things are happening. I'm taking the over. I think this app that makes my face look like a bumblebee and like sends me little <laughs> blurbs about, um, about I don't know, like 27 things uh, that you can do with your puppy this Thanksgiving. Like, hey, yeah, let's value it. At, give it $40 billion. Let's do it. Let's take the over. Oh, my God. That's so much money. That's yeah. crazy. I cannot believe. That. I like that. I like that. They're gonna they're gonna come out with some more stuff too. And the thing with Snapchat is, is I feel like if they start to curate and develop content like they have been with their channels, which are I think are some of them are pretty good, 
then you create this ecosystem that people buy into. I think it's going in the right direction, and, and Spectacles will be a, a good gadget, so that'll be fun for people to play with, but it won't be a, a blasting dent. I think the, the way they move is kind of in the Disney idea. Where they, they own and create the content and bring people into the network. Interesting. Yeah, and I mean, they've managed to, they kind of managed to usurp Facebook as like the 16 to 24 uh, social network of choice. So, yeah. you know, um, they, they have a lot of line of sight into some markets that, you know, the other social media doesn't. So I like that. Yeah, interesting. People start letting in uh, fake news. I think they'll be okay. Yeah, that, that's key to success. <laughs> we won't get into that. Um, Hari, take us home, baby. Obscure better of the week. Uh, so I have two actually this week. Uh, one is a football one, uh, which I'll do very quickly, is uh, the Giants and the University of Virginia have this weird correlation where every time the Giants win, UVA loses, and every time UVA <laughs> loses, the Giants win. Uh, so give me, uh, give me the Giants to win uh, and cover the spread against the Browns and have UVA lose by 17 and a half, I think is the spread right now against Virginia Tech. Nice. My second, oh, my second one. <laughs> it's, I have this guy who's a UVA and Giants fan who told me this crazy theory, and it worked out. So it's worked out all game, all season. So that's great. Pretty, that's pretty wonderful. Um, the other one is the Italian constitutional referendum. Uh, oh yeah, this, this is Sunday. Uh, it is big. It is a big fucking deal. Yeah. Um, and right now the no vote is trading at minus three hundred. But these these crazy votes, like this Trump vote and this Brexit vote, are pretty much the yes vote, and that's trading at plus two hundred. Uh, I would go ahead and take the plus 200 because this has been sort of a zany year. Uh, and by the way, if they uh, if they do vote yes on the referendum, probably the euro defaults, and then probably no one's getting that $300 billion valuation because the markets are going to be <laughs> crazy uh, afterwards. So that is your, uh, that's your obscure bet of the week. Wow. Interesting. The, the, the EU is going to just uh, collapse into just France and Germany. It's just going to be those two countries yeah. in an EU. It's just going to be, they're just going to literally separate the countries and let them float out into the ocean and attach <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I like it. Um, well, with that, I uh, well done. Week 12, 12 weeks in, baby. Um, we will test the tryptophan theory. We will test the Italian constitution. We will test Snapchat and use it a lot and increase that valuation. And uh, we out, baby. Peace.